Hi, I'm Leah. And I'm Kamna. We are women who have struggled with our body images and other weight issues in one way or another. We want to normalize the struggles that we all face and find comfort in the fact that we are not alone. And at the same time, we want to explore ideas that have worked for others to discover changes that might work for us too. And at the end of every episode, we will create a call to action, and we encourage you to make your own call to action. All right, are you ready to get down to it and figure out what happened last week and with your call to action? I want to know, how did you do looking at the pictures? Okay, so I seriously feel like we could do a whole episode on what I've realized and learned for myself this past week. Seriously. So just as a reminder, what was your call to action from last week? Okay, so I was going to pull up some or find some old pictures of myself where I liked my body or I didn't like my body. And then I was going to like look at everything about the picture and figure out everything mentally on why I don't like myself and what about my body I don't like it. Just a lot of body image issues that I've always had. And I'm, I am going to be honest, I didn't go full out and dig deep and like pull out bins in my basement. I just kind of grabbed where I knew some pictures were, found some that I liked myself, and I knew I liked myself and found some that I didn't. And I'll tell you the first thing that made me very sad was I immediately pulled the picture out and look at myself and that's it. And now I know that I, that was my assignment, right? Right. That's my assignment. But. I wouldn't look at the people around me. And my dad has been gone for, it'll be like 13 years this year. And I didn't even look at him. And I went, why is that not the first person I'm looking at? Is somebody that I haven't seen in 13 years. Well, I don't think you should beat yourself up over this because that was your homework assignment to yourself. Okay. But st- like, but do you know what I mean? Yes. I sh- I'm not beating myself up. You're right. But it made me sad yeah. that I did that. But you realized it. A hundred percent. Now I'm like, now I'm looking. So I noticed that after like the fourth or fifth one, I went, okay, this is crazy. I'm not looking at anybody else in these pictures. So then I started to, and I started looking at my sisters and their, even their body shape and their, what they looked like at that time, everything about it. And it was just a really interesting moment because you remember last week we talked about, you can't have things both ways. Right. Okay. So I looked at it and I went, I would like that body, but I don't want my life at that time. Yeah. So I went, why do I can't, I can't have both ways. I can't have that body and have a four, almost 14 year old and a 12 year old at home. I can't have both lifestyles. Right. What a beautiful realization. Right. So what was the value of looking at those pictures for you? Okay, so a couple things. I noticed that the value is my body changes constantly. Mm-hmm. There has never been a great sense of time when it was all this weight and then all of a sudden this happened. It was like down, up, down, up, down, up. In visual, like visually I could see that. So I think it was so valuable to do that and look through everything. See my smile and who I smile more around, which was very intriguing. Oh, I yeah. need to know this. That's maybe a private conversation, <laughs> but it was just so interesting. But I will tell you the last step, and then I, I definitely want to ask you too. But I re- had this realization, like, why do I have to love my stomach in pictures and in life? Why do I have to? Everybody talks all the time, like, you should love yourself and love yourself. I think there's a difference between loving myself loving my body and appreciating my body. Like I can, I appreciate my body 
but I don't ha- do I have to love right the way I look in a mirror with no clothes on? Do I have to love that? If I love it, then maybe I'm maybe I won't work hard to improve it. Oh. Maybe you're saying, okay, if I'm reading you right that yeah. you're looking at it realistically rather than as a oh everything's hunky-dory and fine. Maybe. I think that's a really good point, though, because there are times where we're either not happy with our physical body or just some our headspace or some action that we have. And the point is that we should can be continually improving. I mean, that is why we have this call to action. Right. And I think that's a good point. You know, we can see the value of I, I gave birth to children. That's why I have a belly. Right. But that doesn't mean that I have to love it hanging over my pants. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah. and if you if you were okay with it or if you loved the way it looked, then maybe we wouldn't want to improve it. And I don't think that's a healthy mindset either. Right. Right. I want to improve me, every part of me, not just the way I look, but I mean everything. Well, I think the the sort of happy medium for that is that you don't necessarily have to be completely in love with yourself and unaware of your faults Mm -hmm. but you don't have to be beating yourself up for every single thing that happens so it has to be like I'm good and I'm cool but you know I have a few things to work on right right what do you think I think that's exactly how I finally felt like I was this week I was in the middle of the road I wasn't way on that side going oh my god you look terrible and everything and I wasn't like oh but you're gonna be great and you you know you love yourself and love yourself because I went I don't know why I have to love every part of me. Right. I can like every part of me. I mean, we all love people, and there are certain parts of them we don't like, yeah. so why can't I be the same way? And I think the same idea could apply to getting on the scale. Oh, what do you mean? Tell me, tell me. Well, it just occurred to me when you were talking that you don't have to love the number, but it could be a motivation for saying, okay, I ate one too many cookies, and I need to cut down and I need to move more, or whatever the thing is. Yeah. You know, just a, a, as we say, a data point. Yeah, I love that you said I don't have to love that number. I don't have to love that. I don't love it right now. Right. <laughs> but I still like myself. Yeah. But also, you're not beating yourself up for it. You're like, no. I don't have to love this number, because I'm constantly working on improving it. Yes. I think that's the point, because if we get caught in that, I'm just not going to do this, I'm never going to get there. Even with your pictures, you know, when you think, oh, I don't look good or I didn't look good. And then you go back and say, well, actually, I looked okay. I was kind of happy with this or this. It's a nice place to kind of come to a a piece, if you Mm -hmm. would say so. All right. What about you? Tell us the truth. Tell us it all. I was not as good of a student as you were. I didn't write it down, but I did think about it every day. I thought about something that I was proud of. of my personality and something that I was proud of that I did. That was my homework. That was your homework, right. So I think the overall theme was I am very proud of the actions I'm taking in my life to make myself happier right now. And that's hard-earned because, you know, I'm a person who gets caught up in my head saying, I can't do anything, I'm too old, or whatever the dialogue is. And do, you, so, like, do you ever catch yourself saying, like, you can't teach an old dog new tricks, that kind of saying you mean? Well, I I don't like it when people say it to themselves, so I don't want to say it to oh. myself. I want to say anything is possible. Didn't Coco Chanel start her business at, like, age 60? 
I'm going to Google it. Probably. So I think anything is possible. And I, I want to allow for those possibilities that the universe is going to say, here you go. Are you embracing it or not? Mm. So I was proud of that. And um, in my immediate, I'm proud of the care and attention to the, that I give to the people around me. The, the small moments, the things that I do, I think that makes me proud of myself. So do you find that there was overlap? Like, do you, were you saying the same, I'm proud of myself for this and acknowledging it? Yes. And how did that benefit you? It benefited me because it's so easy for me to go into a dark negative space when one bad thing happen, happens oh. in a day where 10 other good things have happened and just get stuck in the negative. But I didn't allow myself in the past week to get stuck in the, oh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? Or why did they say that to me? And what did they mean? I was more into, okay, let me refocus myself into what am I happy about? What am I proud of? Because that's mm. more important to me. And that's where my focus needs to be. Can I ask you a question? And you do not have to answer it today or ever. Do you care more about your happiness than the way you look? At this point in my life, yes. Oh, why? Tell me why. Because, okay, I really yeah. honestly believe when you have a happiness inside you, people can see that and it makes you look more beautiful. Don't you think? That's so beautiful. I think when people are genuinely happy and bubbly from inside, maybe you don't have to be really outgoing or extroverted, but when you have a genuine happiness, people can see that they're drawn to that energy. And that's so at the end of the day, we all want human connection and if I'm blocking that, that's defeating the point of what I want to do. So do you think that you have in the past blocked your own happiness? Absolutely. Haven't you? I, I'm going to think. I'm sure. But I, I think I need to think about it and pay attention to things and really dig deeper on that. I know this isn't the call to action this week, but I'm um, putting a pin in that for another I like time. It. Like, am I blocking my own happiness sometimes? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You should be proud of yourself then that you, first of all, that you acknowledge and realize that you were doing that and be proud of yourself that you're not anymore. Well, there were some moments this week where I was annoyed with people and then I was, I had to say, wait, why am I annoyed? Stop. My expectation is too high of what those people are supposed to be doing or saying and I need to reevaluate and come back to where am I okay? I'm okay with what I'm doing, so it's all yeah. fine. So the actually the assignment was, even though I didn't write it down. Which I'm going to ask you that next, but go on. I really took it to heart and I embodied it in my actions and my thoughts. I love that. So why didn't you write it down? I don't know. I have a notebook in my nightstand for in the middle of the night ideas. And yeah. it's like a bunch of chicken scratch in there. But I I don't know what was in my way. And I need to explore what my barrier was for mm. me actually doing it. Yeah. I knew you were going to ask me. So Yes. And that didn't work. Like the pressure of telling me that you didn't do it didn't work. No, so I, now I'm even more intrigued. Mm -hmm. I'm going to think about that this Maybe week. I need to be scarier. And you need to be scared. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't need I'm to be I'm just thinking, like, wonder why. I don't know. But I, I'm going to... Whatever we decide on our call to action, I'm going to commit to it and do it this week. Okay. But I love that, you're di I love that you didn't, actually. 
to be honest with you, I really do because I think that's part of you and being honest. You aren't coming in here lying to me and like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> no, I, I like that you're honest about it. Thank you. Yes. I will take that. Good. I got a B, a B instead of an A, but I'll take it. You, I would say you got an A minus. Oh, excellent. Because you did the work and you did learn from it. Yes. You didn't brush it under the rug and Absolutely. say forget it. Yeah, for sure. So, so let me ask you a question. Okay. Do you think that in your journey with your self-improvement, you have to be perfect all the time? No. No. Tell me about that. I don't. I think I don't ever – I. I actually don't want to be perfect. Is that bad? No, I want to know what that means. Um, I don't, this is going to sound judgmental, and please don't let it, I don't want it to sound, think that way. I don't like people that are perfect. I can't relate to you. Mm. I want there to be some flaw, because yeah. I like flawed people. So I don't know if perfectionist is something that I've ever tried to be. I didn't need to have good grades. I didn't need to have, I don't know. I, I, the truth is I want to buy a car with a dent already in it. Really? Yes. I mean, I don't want anything that's too perfect. Wow. Are you the same? No, I'm the exact opposite. <laughs> tell me why. <laughs> of course you are. Go on, tell me why. But I like that we're opposite. Yes. I need things to be in order and that's probably one of the blocks that I had for this assignment I needed things to be or in order I needed the perfect notebook I needed the perfect time I I need things to be lined up and if I don't have that in order then I will either obsess or I will stop myself from moving forward obsess or stop yourself well, both. Okay. Because I ruminated over, like, I was thinking about why didn't I write it down? Yeah. I should have got a notebook. And why couldn't I do this? So it goes around in my head instead of me actually moving forward and saying, just write it down in that notebook with the chicken scratch. Right. Who cares? Nobody's looking at it. Right. But I need it to be perfect. You have to have the perfect pen and mm -hmm. the perfect paper yes. and sink, drinking the perfect cup of coffee or tea or yes. whatever. Yes. Hmm. So there's no, like, flexibility. No, but I, I think that's a really interesting idea. Okay. Which is why I love what you said. You know, that if, if there was a dent in the car, I'd say, why is there a dent in the car? Where you're like, yeah, that gives the car character. I want that car. <laughs> Takes the pressure off of me. I don't have to be perfect anymore. You don't have to worry about banging the car. Yeah, I could go get gas and just open my door. <laughs> that's a great feeling. <laughs> yes, it is. Right? Yes. All right. So now I think, though, I am doing that too much. Oh. So I think that there's pros and cons of both ways, your, your perfectionist and my way as well. And I feel like, again, we have, I have to find a way to be in that middle ground mm -hmm. here. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to obsess about everything in my house to the point where it's driving everybody crazy and that's all I can do and I don't even get to enjoy life, which, by the way, I don't do any of that. But it's the same thing with my health. Like, I don't want to go crazy where I'm eating all, you know, no sugar, no carbs, no gluten, no, you know, all the fads and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't want to do that either. So I got to find that middle of the road with all aspects. Yeah. Yeah. Are you the are you that kind of that way as well, or well, do you not let yourself go to the dent in the car? I I try not to <laughs> let myself go, but I think your point is right. Is that to come in the middle is a place of 
acceptance and happiness. And I think that is the point, right? If we're talking about joy and happiness and Mm -hmm. how do we get there and accepting ourselves and our physical body and loving it, I can't expect to be perfect. I'm going to sometimes eat cake Mm -hmm. and ice cream. Yeah. And maybe have another fork full of it. Right. So sometimes that has to be okay without me saying, why in the world Uh, did I do that? That's where, that's what you just said is after you have it. Mm -hmm. That's the part that I think a lot of us need to realize is like, that's the part that we need to quote unquote fix. Right. It's not eating it. It's not doing it. It's not messing up your car. It's not, it's the after part. Right. That we get in our head and we just go, why did you do that? Why did you? How you always do those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what do you do now that you would consider a perfectionist way of taking care of yourself? Taking care of myself? Yes. Like health-wise, food, On eating. a perfect day, yeah. I have gotten up, um, had some fruits and some coffee, and then worked out really hard okay. and done some strength training, and then had a really nice big salad for lunch, and then... Um, done some work and then come back and made a really nice healthy dinner and just watch some TV and call it a day. That's a perfect day for me. But what happens is things can... <laughs> uh, that was my next question. Does that happen? Because I would be very jealous. Go on. It happens r- rarely that it goes according to plan. Sometimes I'm not a morning person and I think you are, you are a morning mm-hmm. person. So I'll be really slow in the morning and I won't get going until late. And then, you know, I'll do my workout. But workout, I try not to compromise. I try to get that in in some format. That's Okay, so is that like your ba- – like if you don't feel good and you don't feel up to it, you will do a exercise of some sort? Yeah. Like yesterday, it was really busy, and then I was really tired. And I said, let me just do some yoga because I know it will loosen up my body and I'll feel better once I'm done. And it really worked. So I, at the minimum, I would try to do some kind of movement, whether it's a walk at the least or if I have yoga or something, if I can't do a workout. Okay. So your bare minimum, one of them is workout. What yeah. else? Uh, probably water. Okay. Water for me is like even now I feel thirsty and I've had water. I know. I'm thinking the same thing. Like do we drink on this <laughs> microphone and have everybody hear it? <laughs> okay. So, so those are the two things for me that are musts. Musts. And you do those, do you think, like, even, let's say, you were on vacation? Yes. Those are the things you do. I do take out my workout clothes when we go. And when everybody's getting ready, if we're in a hotel, then I'll just go work out real quick. Even if it's a short one, I'll still do it. Okay. Or extra steps, you know. I'll say, oh, let's take a walk. Let's go mm-hmm. walk there, which sometimes I get groans for, but uh, I'll try. I'll try to get it in. But the, that's important to you. Mm-hmm. So, okay, just the question that popped in my head. Do you think that your bare minimum are things that you put higher value on than some other things? Yes. That was a good question. I had to think about that. I, I had a, yeah. Yeah, those bare minimums are of more importance, I guess. To you, yeah. right? Not my non-negotiables. Oh, good word, too. What are your bare minimums? My bare minimums, water. 100% without water, I will... Wake up, fill my bottles while the coffee maker is going. That is a non-negotiable for me, and I will travel with it and spend a lot of money on water if I'm out and about. That is one thing that I don't negotiate with. Even if you have to go to the bathroom a hundred uh, times? I, I, 
I consider going to the bathroom a hundred times as getting my steps in. <laughs> I love it. That's exactly what I'm like. I, that's okay to go yeah. to the bathroom. Yeah. And it also means we're healthy. Yes. Yeah. So I kind of flip that and I go, yeah, you got to go to the bathroom a bunch, but you're healthy. Everything's working if you're going to the bathroom. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And the other bare minimum is kind of like yours, but not because I, my, I have to get 10,000 steps a day. Oh. But not by exercise. So how do you get it in? Putting laundry away one at a time. Literally putting uh, all the forks away and then coming back and doing all this. I will get my steps in the most ridiculous way possible. Okay, wait. So you're not a person who leaves something at the bottom of the stairs for to be all taken up at once. In a, in a way and in a way not. But you, why do you do that? Yeah, I do that. I pile everything up at the base of the stairs and I take everything in one trip. I do that and then I take two things up and then oh. come back down and then two things up and then come back down and then two things up and then come back down. Yes. So you get your 10,000 steps doing that? I can't easily can do that, yes. Really? Yes. That's fascinating. But it's not technically, if you follow a Fitbit, it's not... Um, Active minutes, and it's not high calorie burning. So those are things that I've just now realized that I need to to get in there. But going back to that perfectionist mind thinking, like those are two things I do no matter what, and I that is how I consider myself a perfectionist in those two areas. Without a doubt, I'm doing those things. Period. Wow, that's so great. But it's different, right? Yeah. But we both have water. Yeah. Water. Check for yeah. you and I getting yeah. one thing on common. I know. There. We're so opposite. That's good that we have that in common. I like it. So what do you think you're going to do for this week? Well, I think um, and I need to, like you, we were saying that we need to add something maybe as a, a minimum. I need to make sure that my I have vegetables, oh. more vegetables. I'm not as consistent with that. Like I'll have the salad, but... Sometimes it's like too much work, so then I don't want to do it. But I need to make sure in some format, whether it's like just eating a whole cucumber and not worrying about cutting it up, I need to make sure I get the vegetables in. Okay. So what if you don't? What if I don't? Where does your perfectionist mind come in? Well, I do have a a negative dialogue with myself. But then I think, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do better. Tomorrow I'm going to get the vegetables, and this is my plan of action for tomorrow. Okay. So I think part of knowing what your bare minimums are is falling back to those when we do get into that mm-hmm. negative mindset. Like, well, you didn't do the vegetables. Well, but you still did your two bare minimums. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody should have two, maybe three bare minimums that they do for them, for their health on a daily basis. And I think that for you and I, adding one more is great, but we can't beat ourselves up over That's it. That's true. So what would your... If we're saying this is the call to action, what would your call to action be for next week? My call to action is I want to work on my active minutes. Oh. I really do. I want to work on getting active minutes in. And I don't know a number yet because this is I'm taking this week as like figuring out what my baseline would be. Yeah. But I also really don't want to be like, forget it. It's too hard if I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what are your thoughts on keeping that perfectionist mindset and then maybe you maybe literally you don't get the vegetables because they're all not good quality or you can't get to the store like how are you going to shift that 
I think allowing myself grace that if I bought the celery and it tastes really bad, yeah. then I don't have to eat it. Okay. That's beautiful. You know, because sometimes it doesn't taste yeah. good. And celery is a vegetable that I don't really love, but I eat it because it's good for me. So if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to eat it. Don't give yourself the pressure of mm-hmm. having to have it. Yeah. I like that thought. And you? I, I think that I'm... I just am worried, to be honest with you, that I'm going to say this is too hard. Mm -hmm. I really think that's going to be hard for me to do. So you're saying it's hard for you to do active minutes in a day? Yeah, I think it is. What if you did like 10 minutes? I think I, I I think I, I mean, I know I can do 10 minutes. Let's be real. I know I can. Is there an activity that you would like to do? Not one that you think you have to do? No, not yet. Not yet. Maybe eventually. Dancing or, or I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to play. I think I'm going to, I think part of it is like collecting the data and playing around with what is considered an active minute. Like is me just punching the air considered an active minute? Mm-hmm. Maybe cause I can do that. I think I can handle that, but I, I'm worried about my perfect, my non-perfectionist mindset's going to go. It's all right. <laughs> eh, but you already do those two things. So what's the big deal? Yeah. Right. Well, I think you can challenge yourself to add it in maybe a few days. Then. Yeah. That's a great point. That's a really good idea. So my call to action is going to be, I, one thing for me, I'm writing this down, is to be aware of my minutes, first of all, and then focus on three times a week, mm-hmm. trying to hit consistent active minutes. I like it. And doing something that you enjoy, because mm-hmm. then you want to do it again. Yes. And you're doing the vegetables. I'm doing the vegetables. Consistent. Consistently. Any amount of servings, or it doesn't matter to you? Um. Probably in the day, I'm going to aim for five servings. You guys, that's impressive. (laughs) Well, if you eat a salad, that's like three right there, right? I'm sure, but there are days I don't eat a salad. I know, but I'm going to try. And if I don't get five, okay. Okay, so that was my next. So you're okay with four? Yeah, I'll be okay with four. Okay. And you won't beat yourself up? No. Well, as a vegetarian, I should be eating vegetables, right? That's right. (laughs) So you have another way we're opposite. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to do – I'm writing this down so we can revisit it. You're going to do vegetables times four. Yeah. Okay. All right, I like this. I was thinking in the last minute or so, um, we can tell everybody how we met. Oh, good one. Good one. All right, do you want to go first or do you want me to – Go ahead. I can go first. Go ahead. I have a very clear memory. Um. We were working at a, a Weight Watchers meeting, and I was newly hired, and I came in, and you were this bubble of energy, and you were so knowledgeable, and everybody was just like, Leah, 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 Leah. Like, they were just enamored with you, and I thought, this woman has the it factor thing. So I tried to learn from you, and I tried to copy you. Um, sorry, I did copy you a little bit. No. Um, and I just tried to emulate that, because your energy is just really beautiful. Well, thank you. And that puts me, like, I don't accept compliments very well. So thank you. And you remember it very differently than I do. I'm sure when you walked in, I was probably complaining about something. No. No? No. Well, that makes me feel good. You were asking people, how's your kid or how's your this? Kids with your questions. They're your good questions. Okay. So I I remember it, of course, differently. Everybody does. I remember somebody texting me. Maybe it was even you. We have somebody to work for you. I needed more people at that time. And the, the, and they had spelled your name. 
And I remember going, I don't know how to pronounce this name. <laughs> and I literally remember panicking. Like, that is one thing that I'm, I don't want to mess up anybody's name. Yeah. Because Leah, they call me Leah and all those other things. Not that I don't, it's not a picky thing for me, but it is a little bit. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea how to pronounce your name. Yeah. And I said it wrong. Because you probably don't remember, but you corrected me. Oh. <laughs> and I've never not said your name wrong ever again. And I immediately went, this girl's got some guts to correct <laughs> a stranger that she's going to be working with. Like, I just thought that was so, I mean, gutsy of you. Like, I wouldn't have done it. So I really? was like, oh my But God. that's your name. I know. But oh. I remember so clearly going, oh, my God, like. I think I even whispered to Barb, one of our other workers. I think I went, she corrected me on her name. Like, in awe that you did that. It wasn't like a negative thing to me. It was more like, that's pretty darn cool that well, you did that. before I wouldn't tell anybody and then they would say my name wrong. And once you start saying it wrong. Yes. So I was like, I have to start correcting people because that's my name. Yeah. And you should be proud of yourself for that because I don't think a lot of people do that. A lot of people just take it. Let yeah. someone roll over them and... Okay, whatever. Like, I think that's really impressive that you did that. And Thank I also you. want one more thing I remember is you soaked it all in. Like, everything. I remember just looking over and you were like, like, just soaking it all in. Everything about it. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty cool. And I remember going, okay, this is interesting. This is very <laughs> interesting in a very great way. Thank you but very yeah. much. Do you want to share your show socials? Can't say that word. Oh, socials. Sure. You can find me on Instagram at www.chickleah. And on Facebook, I am Leah's with an apostrophe S, WW. Okay. What about you? I'm at, you can find me on Instagram at healthcoachkamna, K A M N A, and Facebook also at healthcoachkamna. All right. We'll we got see some you good, next week. Good then. stuff to work on. All Bye. Right. Bye.